1: It's time for the General Cigar Cigar Dave. Dave.
0: Well, we are front and center back from the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention, Las Vegas, Nevada. A busy week it was indeed. No ifs, ands, or buts. We got plenty of information for you. Hope you enjoyed our three live televised broadcasts. And there's uh, rallies going on across the entire country. I think uh, Al Sharpton's having like 100 rallies across the United States today, but there's only one that makes a damn bit of difference, and that is my rally. My rally for alpha male pleasure, and it starts right now and goes for the next two hours, front and center, right here from Humidor 1A on The Cigar Dave Show. Long-ass greetings and salutations. A long-ass snappy salute semper Delectatio. Glad to be back in the friendly confines of Humidor 1A in the Cigar City. If you care to join us, nationwide cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are now open at 877 Dave 007. That is 877 328 3007. Email address cigardave at cigardave.com. Twitter handle at Dave show. And I am just looking here on Friday in Vegas. CNN is just showing this powerful storm hits Vegas, wind gusts in excess. Of 70 miles an hour, they're showing these roofs collapsing. We missed that. I got out of there Thursday, apparently just in the nick of time. But uh, Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook, Cigar Dave. And just go to our brand new and improved website, CigarDave.com, where, by the way, we have all three of our live televised broadcasts posted for you. You can watch online, on your iPad, on your Droid-enabled mobile device, anywhere you want to watch. We make it very easy. We had a magnificent time in Las Vegas at the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention. We received many great comments from those of you that watched the live televised broadcast. We started off on Monday with a huge uh, a roster of great guests. We started off with Eric and Bobby Newman of J.C. Newman Cigar. We had Charlie Tarano and Sam Lacia of uh, Toranos Family Cigar and Sam Lacia now of Lacia Cigar. He is finally back. We had him front and center. We had uh, Clay Roberts of A.J. Fernandez. They're launching a brand-new cigar called Muyambi, which will be available in the next month or so. We had uh, Jim Young, Dylan Austin, and Rich Krudyk of Davidoff USA. They came with a huge presence. The new Camacho packaging, the new reblended Camachos, outstanding. Pictures don't do it justice. And one of the big buzzes, one of the big, I would say, stories coming out of the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention was not only the, the rebranding of the bold Camacho line of cigars, but the launch of the new Davidoff Nicaraguan cigar. Beautiful stick excellent packaging. In fact, I have one right here. One of my many cigars that I obtained while in Las Vegas at IPCPR Recon Maneuvers. And I did tweet out a photo that if you follow me on Twitter, you will see I laid out almost every cigar I had on the table in the room before I packaged them and shipped them out. And it was quite the bounty, quite the feast. It will take me uh, probably several years to sample every one of those cigars. But the new Davidoff Nicaraguan a very nice looking cigar totally different from Davidoff black band with the Davidoff embossed in silver instead of the black on white secondary band with Nicaragua and three mountains which symbolize the mountains of Nicaragua very very well done nice hearty cigar uh, we had Javier Estadas, Janelle Rosenfeld, Larry Palumbo, and Javier Elmudici from Altadas USA. They launched the new Monte by Monte Cristo and a very nice value price cigar called the Juan Lopez. The Juan Lopez has been around. They re-blended it. Very nice packaging. Going to be in the 5 to $6 category. And we also had uh, Peter Galoni and Alex Goldman of Royal Gold Cigars. They are launching some great cigars as well. So overall... The theme that I came out with from the IPCPR convention this year, there are many more boutiques that are getting into the marketplace, about 30 new entrants. Some will be around next year. Some will not be. Ring gauges are getting bigger. When you think they cannot get bigger, we're looking at the Flathead, a new cigar from CAO, which is a really nice blend, nice full-flavored square press cigar. They've got one size that is, I think, 8 by 70 70 ring gauge, square pressed. Big cigar. So we're seeing a ton of big cigars. Ezra Zion came out, a nice boutique with some very, very uh, good sticks. And overall, just look at Rocky Patel. We had Rocky, Nish, Nimish. They're launching the Rocky Patel Platinum, the Rocky Patel Royale. There is the Bold by uh, Nish Patel and the Nimmy D. Nice cigars, really coming out with some great stuff. So overall, I thought that there were great uh, product launches. We're seeing a reinvigoration, if you will, of the cigar industry. It was the largest cigar retailer's convention in the 81-year history. Broke last year's record. Took every bit of 350,000 square feet of the Sands Expo Center and Convention Hall. 300-plus exhibitors, 1,500-plus booth spaces. It was mammoth. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, From Syndicato, they're launching a, a a new cigar called Affinity and Hex, both very nice cigars. So overall, I saw a lot of great new cigar releases, a lot of enthusiasm, even with the taxation and with the onerous regulations. The big story, obviously, have to keep fighting potential FDA regulation. That clearly was some of the buzz as well. And in many states, such as the crumbling Empire State of New York, where we will be on Saturday, August 17th for our Smoke on the Water 2 live broadcast invasion from Buffalo, and em- probably Empire State of New York, 75% excise tax. It is just unsustainable. But the idiots in Albany, starting from the governor on down to the, the, the horse's asses that run the legislature, have not figured out that if you lower the tax, put a cap, put a 50 cent cap on the tax, you will actually sell more cigars in New York State, and the tax revenues will actually increase. They don't get it. All they have to do is look at Oregon and Washington State. They took a 75% tax, put a 50-cent cap on it, voila. The tax revenues jumped exponentially. Why? Because people once again went to their local retailers. So overall, it was a great convention. Las Vegas, hot as hell as always, like walking into a sauna. I will tweet out a picture. The last night, had some time. Things were a little casual before I left the next day. I went over across the street from the Venetian Hotel over to the Mirage, and I went to the Carnegie Deli. And when I tell you the sandwiches that they serve are mammoth, I ordered a pastrami sandwich. thing was huge. I could only finish half of it. I think it was seventeen ninety-five. The guy next to me, across the table, he, he ordered the Woody Allen, which I think is half corned beef, half pastrami, triple decker. This thing must have had two and a half pounds of meat on it, and I'll tweet out a picture here momentarily. That was, I think... Twenty three ninety five, huge, absolutely huge. But every morsel of it was absolutely magnificent. One other thing I thought was interesting: talk about the enemies of pleasure having a conniption fit. Not only was the cigar retailers convention in the cigar city, or in the uh, in the in the Sin City of Las Vegas at the Sands Expo Center, but as we are walking to the Sands, the Venetian has some exhibit space. There are conventions that don't need the large Sands Expo Center. There is a pretty large amount of ballroom space that the Venetian has. And 7-Eleven had a regional franchisee meeting. And it was great because on one of the days going as I was walking, there were all these signs. Who sponsored the 7-Eleven regional franchisee meeting? Snickers, Frito-Lay, Pepsi, Coke. Mr. was it Slim Jim or uh, or, or the 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 uh, uh, jerky companies the beef jerky companies they had all the the candies and the jerky companies and all the other assorted food products that the enemies of pleasure absolutely despise so between the 711 and all the samples of the food they were giving and the cigars that were being enjoyed and consumed at the Cigar Retailers Convention, the enemies of pleasure were passing out. They were, they were rolling over. They were, they were keeling over on the spot, which, you know what, is a damn good thing. Because we had a great time, everybody enjoying their cigars. You can still smoke your cigars in the casino uh, at the Venetian, and it was certainly uh, a nice experience. Vegas, however, and I talked about this last week, I talked about it on the live telecast, the quality of people that are going to Vegas now has diminished. It is a different crowd. And this traces its roots back to when Vegas decided they want to make themselves like Disney World or Six Flags or Busch Gardens and attract all the young families. I was talking to some of the uh, gents from Thompson Cigar who were on the same flight back as me. And they were telling me that the two nights before they went out, and I think it was about quarter to two in the morning, they were at this restaurant nightclub and a, a, a husband and wife had like a two-year-old kid with them. Now, who brings a two-year-old kid to Las Vegas at quarter to two in the morning at a restaurant slash nightclub. This is the that summarizes the problem with Vegas right now. It's not for adults. It's not an adult mecca anymore. And the quality of people, my God, the dreck, the trash that was there, just unreal. With no manners, uh, just no couth, no class, no refinement, no sophistication. I assure you, if Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and uh, Sammy Davis Jr or any of the other great performers that performed in Vegas back in the heyday, if they saw what was going on now, they would be not only shocked, they would be outraged. And I think it's more indicative also of the class level of what's going on in this country, where people don't have manners, where there is relatively in many parts little class, not, of course, us, because as alpha males, we have great class, refinement, sophistication, manners. We're polished. We're smooth. That goes with the territory. But when you see... uh, Kids and even adults that have no manners. I mean, it was, it was just, they shouldn't call it Sin City now. It's more like Trash City. It really, and, and not just at the Venetian. Other hotels. Had a chance to walk into a couple of other hotels. I saw the same thing. Now, when you go to Wynn and you go to the Palazzo, a little bit different story, different clientele. But what amazes me is the rooms at the Venetian, and even the Mirage, not cheap, a couple hundred bucks to 300 bucks a night. Where are these young kids getting the money? to stay at these luxury hotels. When I was 18, 19, 20, I was not staying at five-star hotels. I do now, but I didn't way back then. And you have to wonder, where are they getting the the bread, the the cash, to be able to stay at these places? And if their parents are just doling it out to them, their parents clearly aren't doing any favors because their parents aren't giving them any manners as well. So I went on a little rant uh, last Saturday on the show and and as well as the uh, live televised broadcast. But overall, I thought, uh, you know, look, Vegas is hot this time of year. Uh, I like visiting Vegas for a couple of days, but if I never had to go back to Vegas again, I wouldn't be disappointed. It's not the city that it was. If you want to go for a couple of days, great. Anything more than two, three days, uh, not great. And maybe it's a little different when you go other times of the year when you don't have all these summer vacationers. And the uh, kids out from college. Maybe it is a little bit different, but my experience this time was unlike any other time I had ever been to Vegas, and it was indeed uh, eye-opening. A lot more to get to today, lieutenants. Uh, There's an article in the Los Commentary in the Los Angeles Times. The headline: Cigars, disgusting and wonderful midsummer pleasure. I have a couple of issues with that. Also, you'll never guess. Which enemy of pleasure extraordinaire, which nanny, is after some product or some service or some item in the, in the city of New York? The Ayatollah is at it again. Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg, you will not believe what he is going after now. He went after salt, went after our sodas, went after our cigars, going after our food. You will not believe what he is going after now. Absolutely incredible. The guy is just so miserable, he has to keep inflicting his misery on others. I have a tough decision because in front of me, I've got the new Davidoff Nicaraguan Cigar. I've got the Sam LaCia white label and the LaCia black. And I've got the new A Isis Cubanas, which Alec Bradley released. Tough decision. I'll tweet out a pick to these. It'll be a last-minute decision, no doubt. If you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar and Pleasure-Friendly Hotlines are now open, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Join us front and center. The National Cigar Litation Ceremony is next.
1: Your passport to pleasure. Pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The general pontificates 24 seven on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
2: If you're a lover of modern full-bodied cigars, you're in for an awesome treat. Introducing Monte from Monte Cristo, a dynamic new cigar expertly crafted with not one, but two binders, bold, masculine, and totally unique. Monty's amazing flavor will knock your socks off. A rare Nicaraguan binder selected for its spectacular taste and sweet aroma provides the perfect complement to a spicy Dominican Olor binder. This innovative use of two binders adds strength as well as complexity, culminating in an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A rich, dark Ecuadorian wrapper and aged Dominican fillers add even more punch, ensuring a knockout smoking experience. Savor a modern legend today. Monty. Double binder. Amazing flavor. Great price. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
0: As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars, Direct to your door, shipped in a very Dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. Twenty-two ninety-five per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brick House, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliffe, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for twenty you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars.
2: And now, a few words with Rocky Patel about the private seller.
3: Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And for years, I've been saving special fillers and binders to make a personal brand that I absolutely love and enjoy. And everyone's been asking me for this cigar, but we've never had enough of the tobaccos. Finally, I've gathered enough great tobaccos to release something from my personal humidor. It's called the Rocky Patel Private Cellar. We spent years developing and perfecting the cigar. It's got gorgeous, earthy flavors, beautiful, dark, oily, broadleaf wrapper, and some of the greatest fillers from Esteli and Condega in Nicaragua. This medium to full body cigar is rich, it's decadent, and it builds your palate with tons of flavor. I promise you, you're gonna love this cigar. Look for the private seller so I can share some of my favorites with you. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar
1: smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for national cigar lightation maneuvers.
0: Well, I have a tough selection. I have in front of me the racist Cubanas, the new Davidoff Nicaraguan, and I've got the Lacia Black and the Lacia White. Oh boy, this is going to be a tough decision. But uh, tell you what, I think. I am going to go with the Sam LaCia Black. Now, Sam LaCia, the man who was the face behind the cane and the nub, left Oliva Cigar, had to sit out and on a non-compete. Back this year, Parano Family Cigar distributing his cigar. And the Sam LaCia Black, very, very nice-looking cigar here. The wrapper is a nice Habano, the... Cigars made in the Dominican Republic comes in four different uh, shapes. There's some Nicaraguan and Dominican Lajeros, a Brazilian Viso, Nicaraguan binder, nice dark Habano wrapper, medium to full in flavor. Suggested retail is about uh, 7 bucks a stick, so pretty reasonably priced depending on what you get. That's the Corona. The Robusto is a little bit uh, more expensive than that. It's going to be probably about uh, 8 bucks a stick. Four sizes, a Corona Toro, a uh, Gordo 6x60. I've got the Robusto 5x52. Sam personally gave it to me. Look forward to
1: lighting this puppy up. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device.
0: Well, my self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine, which generated a ton, or I should say got a lot of action in uh, Las Vegas, cutting many, many cigars that I sampled. We'll get another workout today, and... Good thing they're self-sharpening, because otherwise, after the number of cigars that I cut, the blades would be absolutely dull after earlier this week.
1: Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. About
0: well, my Cigar Dave signature... Uh... R&D prototype, five jet flames with a cool amber glow to it. Working just fine, ready to go. Cigar, cigar
1: pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go. Throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect
0: cut. Now we will toast the foot of this cigar. Oh, I toasted many a cigar in Las Vegas. I took one, one. Actually, I took hundreds for the. Or the Cigar Army team, if you will. But I should say that all the cigars that I sampled really were excellent. There was really no bad cigars or cigar that I sampled. Everything coming out now is just uh, pretty good. Even the new boutique stuff. Very, very nice cigars. Let me toast the foot. I shall now puff and rotate. Nice draw. Nice aroma. Nice taste. Hmm. exceptional. Beautiful litation and after lighting so many cigars I clearly have litation down. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Let me just pull out here because I need a little bit of a libation for the old throat here. A lot of talking during the week. And that's one thing that I learned after my First cigar retailers convention about 17 years ago is you have to preserve the voice. You go to so many parties and it's so loud that there's a tendency to talk very loudly and you can uh, lose your voice. So I'm very cautious. Second day had a little bit of a scare, but no problem. We held out. And I'm going to pull out, let's see what I've got. Scotch,
1: bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers.
0: This is the Woodford Reserve Master's Collection with a maple wood finish. Came out about two years ago. It is a very nice Woodford Reserve bourbon. They finish it in maple barrels. It's not like the Crown Royale maple, which is infused with, like, Aunt Jemima pancake syrup. This is just natural in the maple wood barrel. I'll take a sip. Mm. Perfect accoutrement to my Sam LaCia Black. Lieutenants, we will go to the phones. Lots more to get to. 877-DAVE-007. It is the rally for Alpha Male Pleasure today.
1: Alpha Male conversational maneuvers continue on The Cigar Dave Show.
4: When you were a kid, there was nothing like walking into a toy store with the money you saved to buy the coolest toy. Today, you get the same feeling of excitement when you walk into your cigar retailer's humidor and discover the latest must-have cigar. There are hundreds of cigars, but you never stop looking for a new favorite. Next time you venture into the humidor, ask for the new Villiger Colorado. You'll gravitate to the beautiful, oily, reddish-brown Nicaraguan Colorado wrapper dressed in an elegant burgundy band. The new Villiger Colorado is blended with two binders, an Esteli Habano and Ometepe Habano that uniquely enhances the richness, smoothness, and taste complexity of this highly acclaimed cigar. You'll be rewarded with medium to full-bodied flavors accentuated with highlights of spice. The new Villiger Colorado, rich taste, clean finish at a comfortable price. Explore the new Villiger Colorado at VilligerCigars.com.
1: Dave's Health Recommendation. Include ample amounts of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables.
0: Thoroughly enjoying this new Lycia Black. Very smooth, nice flavor. Great pairing with the Woodford Reserve Master's Collection maple wood finish. Very nice indeed. Couple of items. Those of you that are members of my Officers Club... This week, we will be sending out the World of Fonseca July Officers Club Sampler Selection. It will include the Fonseca Classic, nice, mild-flavored cigar, the Fonseca Exclusivo, a little bit more flavor, and the Fonseca Viso Fuerte, definitely more flavor. So you get three nice, different complexions of the Fonseca, and they launched a new cigar as well. We had Manuel Casada. And Terry Riley of SAG Imports and Casada Cigars, and they uh, wanted to amp up the power of the Fonseca. Again, many people think the Fonseca, the original Fonseca, the classic, everything in the Fonseca line is mild. The original is a mild cigar, but it's a beautiful cigar. But they have come out, the Viso Fuerte, a lot of flavor. But as Manuel Casada likes to say, it has more personality, but it is not. it is approachable. It's not harsh. And a full-flavored cigar, just like a full-flavored wine or a bourbon or a whiskey, when you enjoy it, when you taste it, when you sample it, it should have a lot of flavor, but it should not be harsh. It should not fight you on the way down. And that is exactly their philosophy, Manuel Casada's philosophy, and he makes great cigars. So, those of you members of my officers club, you will get the world of Fonseca. They go out uh, middle to end of the week. A little bit of a delay because of the Cigar Retailers Convention, but you will have them before the end of the month. If you're not a member of my officers club, nine or correction, 2295 gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Go to cigardave.com for all the info as well as all the the uh, recap and the the uh, uh, archive broadcasts that we televised from the Cigar Retailers Convention. Also, we are looking now at just about a month away, maybe a little bit less than that, for our Smoke on the Water 2 live broadcast invasion of the city of Buffalo, Western New York, Niagara Falls We are looking forward to being back once again at the Buffalo Launch Club, Grand Island, New York, between Buffalo and Niagara Falls, on Saturday, August 17th, as we officially launch the Perla Del Mar Cigar. Bobby Newman will be front and center from J.C. Newman Cigar. Chandelier will be there as well. The entire uh, J.C. Newman crew will be there. I've got our crew, Colonel Lange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, Captain Cy, uh, Captain Eric's coming. We've got Exo Tim. The whole crew will be front and center. On Saturday, August 17th, doors open 11, broadcast begins at noon, and this year we're doing a special VIP breakfast, alpha male breakfast. All the details at CigarDave.com. You buy all your tickets online. I believe we only have five of the, because it is limited for the breakfast, five of the VIP or five or six of the breakfast tickets available, and when they're gone, that's it. They are gone. We want to make it a very personable one-on-one. I want to talk to each person. We'll uh, share some good stories. I'll, of course, uh, give a little pontification about a couple of things. We'll have a chance to enjoy a great uh, alpha male breakfast buffet, including uh, omelet station and uh, and a steamship carved of beef, because let's face it, at 8 in the morning, alpha males need their meat. They need their protein. We'll have it for you. And you'll get four very special cigars if you attend the breakfast. Only made for me. A special blend that uh, I work with. Uh, the factory in Nickard, the JC Newman factory. Rich Dolak and I tweak the blend using a Brazilian Arapiraca wrapper, square pressed. You can, you will never be able to buy this blend. It is only made for me. I'm the only one, as well as the factory, uh, the factory manager that knows the blend. You will get four of these special cigars. And you'll also get, if you're a VIP uh, breakfast VIP, you also get the special Nicaraguan assault pack that includes an El Baton, a Perla del Mar, a Brick House, a Brick House Mighty Mighty Maduro, all in the 60 by 6x60 6 size. So 125 for the uh, VIP breakfast, which includes your regular the breakfast as well as your regular uh, broadcast VIP ticket. And if you just want the broadcast VIP ticket, 25 bucks, and that includes the special Cigar Dave, JC Newman. Nicaraguan assault pack all the details at cigardave.com we are looking forward to another great invasion hopefully the weather will be great I know the Buffalo lieutenants are going to be front and center and ready for pleasure maneuvers I would expect nothing less from the lieutenants in my hometown and I am excited to come up once again let's say hello to Gary up in Atlanta you are front and center first up today on the cigar Dave show and I welcome you long
5: ashes to you, general back at you I can't agree with you more on what you uh, said about Vegas. It is not what it used to be. Why people want to drag minor kids there of any age is beyond me. And you know, as, as well as I do years ago, you didn't set foot out at night without least a sport coat on. And now people look like they just crawled out of bed half of them out
0: there. Uh, you're right. I mean, the days of people wearing tuxedos in Vegas, uh, or, or forget it, they are long gone. And when you see some of the stuff that people are wearing and you see the look of these people, I mean, when I say trash, it is unreal. I mean, unbelievable. And, and well, I think, and, go ahead.
5: So in no manners. My wife and I were coming out of the elevator in the Palazzo and they were cleaning the floors and there was a, you know, slippery wind wet sign there. And these two guys came barging in the elevator before we were even off. They right. knocked her over and she hurt her arm.
0: Right. It is unreal. And, you know, this goes back. It really is a reflection of how they're brought up and their parents. There's no question. But I really believe, if anything, this is a perfect example why we need at least one year of mandatory either military service or community service. So that when you before before you go to college, you go from high school to college, you serve one year. And I'm going to tell you, you will get the manners. And you will shape up because when I see these clowns with the hats cockeyed, all right, and the, uh, the pants showing their butt crack and, and uh, you know, tattoos up their arm, up their neck, down their legs, all the way around. I'm sorry. It just, uh, it just to me, is just uh, no class. And, right. and, and, and it has nothing to do with age because there are plenty of young. Listen, you, we see plenty of our, our, uh, our nation's youth in the military. And I see them in many of the events that we do, and they have manners, they are polite, they're respectful, they are exemplary uh, citizens. And these clowns that I saw in Vegas could learn from them, because they really, uh, when, when Americans get a bad rap, it's these clowns that I saw in Vegas that, uh, that give us the bad rap, unfortunately.
5: That's right. And don't forget these damn backpacks people are walking around with, turning around and knock, uh, knock you over with them things.
0: Yeah, it's uh, certainly a different time. I mean, uh, listen, I I've seen guys in suits in a backpack. That's all. That's all they travel with, and I'm like, I can't travel with a backpack. Got to have my to me. That's just how it works. Not traveling with a back. I can- listen. How can I get three, four suits in a little backpack? And I see these guys going away for a week with a little backpack. Like, what do they bring? One pair of uh, of underwear and socks, and like one shirt to alternate every other day. I simply do not get it. It I don't is, it either. It is uh, repulsive, no question. Hey, Gary, tell you what I want to do. I'm going to send you out the brand-new Monty by Monte Cristo. This cigar has a lot of flavor in it, nice, edgy packaging, pretty reasonably priced in the $12, uh, $12 category compared to the regular Monte Cristo. Definitely edgy, one of the new releases at the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention by Altatus USA. It's going to be a big hit. It's coming your way.
5: All right. I appreciate it, General, and keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Let's
0: say hello to Matt. In the Cigar City, you are front and center. Long Ashes to you, General. Back at you. Hey,
5: I'm uh, on my way uh, from Tampa down to Fort Myers going to meet an old friend for lunch and uh, walked out, forgot, a, forgot to bring a couple of cigars, and we really wanted to sit down and enjoy a cigar and a fine adult beverage and was wondering if you could recommend a good retailer down in the Fort Myers area, since I'm not familiar with it at all.
0: I certainly can. The world-famous cigar bar. And there are two. There is one that is actually downtown Fort Myers uh, on Henry Street, right off of First Street. Been there. And then in the Gulf Coast Town Center, where there's a Bass Pro Shop, there's tons of restaurants, big, big place. And uh, whoever's there, you tell them the general... The general sent you, asked for Richie. Richie's the owner. I saw Richie in Las Vegas. You tell him I sent you, they'll take great care of
5: you. Excellent, yeah, because we'll be right in downtown, so that'll work out perfect.
0: Oh, and I believe they have full uh, libations at, uh, at both of them. Uh, at least well, at the here's... Gulf Coast one, yeah, at the Gulf Coast Town Square they do. So you'll be able to enjoy a very nice single malt or a little bit of uh, a wine or whatever you care to enjoy with your cigar. Very nice experience. We're
5: both, we're both whiskey drinkers, so that'll work well. Thank you very much, sir.
0: There you go. Not a problem. Tell you what, and since you're in Rocky Patel's territory down there, I'll send you out some of the Rocky Patel Freedom cigars for you to enjoy.
5: Oh, that would be fantastic. Thank you, sir.
0: Beautiful. Stand by. We will get those out to you. 877 dave 7 877 Three two eight three thousand seven two Jackson Tennessee. We go say hello to Larry. You are front and center.
6: I long after to you, General? Back at you. This is Gunnery Sergeant Larry Google the United States Marine Corps retired. I have a question and I have a statement. I, I just
0: can. got your email, Larry. Just came in. I'm just looking at it here.
6: That's what I was wanting you to share with your your. It, it all centered around the people you ran into out in Las Vegas. The last time I was there is when it was an adult mecca so I don't know how it's turned out to be, but what I'm hearing, it's someplace I don't want to go back to now.
0: Yeah, it's a little (laughs) – it it is definitely a big difference. Not a little difference, a huge difference. No ifs, ands, or buts. I
6: was in uniform, so, you know, that was a lot different. So, you know, we went out, and we went out in shirt and tie. Uh,
0: Yeah, totally different animal. It it has changed dramatically, I'm telling you. And and, and it traces back to when all these corporations took over, and and instead of building class-type hotels, they wanted to build – you know the Disney World types, the Treasure Islands, and the New York, New York, and and the Luxor, and all these goofy-looking places, and, well, we don't, and and don't have a
6: place to go anymore. Basically,
0: that's right. You're exactly right. You, you almost—it's like Macau now, over in uh, in uh, off of China—is really become what Vegas used to be because there isn't like the little kids and the tourists there. It is really uh, a gambling mecca for adults, and and when. Las Vegas, when the hotel operators 15 or so years ago decided that they wanted to go for the tourists and they wanted to go for the families, that killed it. Killed it permanently. And you'll remember, about four or five years ago, Vegas realized they had to get back to their roots. So they they created an ad campaign entitled, What Happens in Vegas Stays in Vegas. Well, that worked to a degree, but it's still never recovered. So it is no longer the adult mecca. It really has become a... Uh, a vacation wonderland like uh, Disneyland, Disney World, Six Flags, Busch Gardens. There's really no difference.
6: they ruined the adult Mecca.
0: They've okay. totally ruined the adult Mecca, no question. Even when you sit at the tables now, it's just not the same. As There's just a lot of riffraff.
6: Here's my question, sir. I'm trying to decide. I've got two nice cigars here, uh, Vegafina Churchill and H. Upman Legacy Robusto, and I'm trying to figure out which one... Would be better with a a cold beer, and which one would be better with Jack Daniel's on the rocks?
0: Okay, say that. Give it to me one more time.
6: I've got the Vega Fina Churchill.
0: Okay, Vega Fina is going to be on the milder side. Okay,
6: and then the other one's the H Upman Legacy Robusto.
0: And with with which beer?
6: Uh, just a regular old Budweiser.
0: Uh, I think anyone would go. Probably the Vega Fina would would be a little bit better. I would say if you get a craft beer. Maybe uh, some sort of ale that would go better with the h and Legacy because the Legacy has a little bit more flavor.
6: Okay, and then one, either one of them go good with the uh, Jack Daniels over ice.
0: Uh, Legacy, that's flavor. got more flavor. Yeah, I think the Vega Fina would get drowned out by the uh, by the JD. No question yeah. about it. Hey, Larry, uh, you're in uh, the Jackson, Tennessee area. I just received an email and a call actually from. Uh, from our great friends over at the uh, TJ Network, uh, WWTJ, which carries our show, right, and they've got their big uh, Brewfest Cigar and Brewfest they do, and they just sent me the info on it. This year's 2013 Tennessee Cigar and Brewfest is Saturday, October 26th, at the Jackson Fairgrounds from 11 yeah. to 4 in Jackson, Tennessee. Their fourth uh, annual event. They'll have live cigar rolling. They got microbreweries, home breweries, cigars. It is uh, quite the afternoon. So if you get a chance, you should. Definitely uh, mark that down, and unfortunately I won't be able to attend because I believe we're going to be doing a live broadcast from Corona Cigars in Orlando on that date. We'll have that firmed up in the next couple of weeks, so it looks as though I won't be able to make it, but I wanted to make sure I mentioned to you and anybody else listening in uh, Tennessee, it's a very nice event. This is the fourth annual event, Cigars Beer it's a wonderful alpha male afternoon. So, Larry, keep that in mind, and here's what I'll do for you. Let me send you out some Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduros. That would go great with your Jack Daniels. That's a full-flavored cigar, Brazilian Arapiraca Maduro wrapper. You are going to love it.
6: All right, sir, and if you do me a favor, if you I'll be listening for it, but... That thing I wrote, those 13 points about common courtesy, I think, fit right up your alley you're talking about today if you want to share it with people.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to get to it next week because I'm going to be probably tight on time, but uh, that is that is great, and I will definitely indeed get to that. In fact, I have marked it down already, and uh, I've got it flagged here, so I will absolutely share that uh, probably next week with you. All right, General Semper Fidelis, sir. Semper Fi, back to you, sir. And Semper D, De, Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Larry, 877 877- Dave 007, we have much more to get to. We'll, of course, go back to the phones. I'm going to tell you about uh, Ayatollah Michael Bloomberg. The guy cannot help himself. He's got to go after something. You will not believe what he is going to go after next. And also an article in the L.A. Times that I will share with you that I did not like the headline. When the headline says cigars, disgusting and wonderful midsummer pleasure, you know right off the bat the hair on the back of my neck is going to stand up just a little. And I'm going to tell you about an experience I had In the Las Vegas McCarran Airport, buying a cup of coffee and what I had to deal with, I want to share that with you because it is indicative of what has transpired with the lack of alphaness in many of our youth. And he was a perfect example of what is wrong with many of our younger males who don't have the nads of steel that is required to function in the 21st century, like a male and a man should. I'll share that with you a little bit later on. Much more to get to. Don't forget, if you're listening to us anywhere in the Northeast, in the empire crumbling Empire State of New York, the Buffalo Theater of Operations, Niagara Falls, Rochester, Syracuse, Southern Ontario, Northwest Pennsylvania, Northeast Ohio, and you want to attend, or, or Michigan, you want to attend a, a great live broadcast, it is the Cigar Dave 2013 Alpha Mania Pleasure Tour stop in the Buffalo Theater of Operations Saturday, August 17th at the Buffalo Launch Club as we debut, the official debut, of the Perla Del Mar Cigar. It's going to be a great afternoon. We've got a VIP breakfast tickets available. Tickets are required for the live broadcast. All the details, CigarDave.com. Cannot wait to get back to my hometown. That will be great. And we've got a couple of other live broadcast uh, invasions that will take place in the fall as well. And don't forget, if you are not uh, if you have not seen the live televised broadcast that we did from Las Vegas Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, two hour live broadcasts. I think you're going to, en- I know you're going to enjoy them. We had the biggest names in the world of cigars. It was entertaining. We had a great time. It is the first time you'll be able to really get an inside look at what happens inside the Sands Expo Center, the cigar retailers convention. It's not open to the public, but we made it open to you, cigardave.com, the new and improved cigardave.com for all the details.
1: Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar Cigar Dave 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 Show.
7: Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com.
2: Born in the lush, fertile tobacco fields of Nicaragua, a rare treasure awaits the serious cigar smoker by a small group of loyal and devout followers. Juan Lopez cigars are quite likely the finest and rarest of the magnificent Nicaraguan Piros currently favored by aficionados. Each year a scant few of these Nicaraguan beauties are crafted by hand. The complex and powerful Juan Lopez blend is highlighted by a bold, Radish Brown Nicaraguan Habano Wrapper Surrounding the choicest Nicaraguan binder and filler tobaccos Each leaf is carefully hand-selected for exquisite flavor and strength The Juan Lopez Smoke is intensely flavorful Rich and robust, yet smooth and well-rounded Esteemed by the most knowledgeable cigar lovers for generations Discover this rare treasure for yourself Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart
3: disease.
1: Defending your rights to life liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave.
0: Let's say hello to Sean in Nashville, listening on 1510 WLAC. You're up, Sean.
8: Long access to you, General. Back at you. All right. Hey, uh, last week, by the way, I was at a uh, my local beer store, replenishing my supply, and and he's got a rather well stocked humidor there. And I was listening to the show, and he had just lit up the Monte. And I asked the guy, you know, Excel I well, I'm going to get that. And I went in there and looked, and he didn't. He got an incredible stock of stuff. And he even said he was a Monte Cristo fan, but he'd never heard of the Monte.
0: That's because it was just released last week, and we were the first to tell you about it. The Monty by Monte Cristo. It'll probably be in your retailers, I would say, in the next uh, anywhere two weeks to four weeks, they should have it if he, if he ordered it. Okay,
8: because he was pretty surprised, because he, he said he was a big Monty fan.
0: Now, this uh, is your retailer? Now, now, did your retailer, apparently he didn't attend the Cigar Retailers Convention.
8: Uh, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, his humidor, I think you would like it. It's got It's, it's well stocked. But anyway, uh, the, the reason for my call, I have a friend who does remodeling work, and he went and uh, was working a job doing a remodel of an office in town, and the secretary there, the, the owner had just passed, and she said, look, he smoked these all the time. You can have them if you want. And she gave him a box of, uh, of Cohibas um, that uh, had been sitting around there apparently for some time. He's had him in his closet for like two years, right? Uh, in the original box, and uh, they are individually wrapped. Uh, he gave me about half a dozen of these things, and uh, I don't have a humidor, all right? And you know, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I got to do something about this because these uh, we did we did pop one, and uh, it was quite good, but you know, I'm thinking I'm not sure if uh, if they are. Um, in good enough shape i mean what should i do i guess well have,
0: are you able to open and inspect the cigars yes well in that case apparently they have not been humidified and how old are these cigars do you know
8: I, my he's had them in his closet in the box in the wooden box for at least two years so they've been in a dark and rather cool place but uh, not, Well, not. the
0: problem is they're probably not humidified, and that's the issue. You see, when 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 any of these auction houses have an auction on cigars, mm-hmm. the key is, is that the cigars, they inspect to make sure the cigars have been properly humidified, properly humidified, properly cared for. So consequently, if you're looking to buy these, you've got to minimize the value because you don't know. So you could buy them, if you get them at a good price, stick them in a humidor, You'll have to bring them back very slowly, but there's no guarantee. So unless you can probably steal them for a good price, I'd say you may want to just stay away. Here's what I'll do for you. I am going to send you out, Sean, some of the—here's uh, a new cigar also from from uh, Altadas USA, the new Juan Lopez. Medium to full-flavored cigar, nice dark wrapper made in Nicaragua, coming your way, and your retailers should have that too. And again, I don't understand retailers should all be at the Cigar Retailers Convention. That is the epicenter. That's where it happens. But if you can't be there, you just go to CigarDave.com, watch our three exclusive live televised broadcasts we did earlier this week. Our number two of the Cigar Dave show is up next. You can go listen to CigarDave.com. Saturday mornings at 9 on 1250 Winds WHN. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time at 877-328-3007.
1: This is CCRN. Hour number two, front and center. We continue
0: my rally for alpha male pleasure across the United States. There are other rallies that, uh, that uh, Sharpton is throwing across the country. None of them worth anything, all of which total poppycock. But there's only one rally that's worth a damn in the country today, and that is the rally for alpha male pleasure. I am here to rally for cigars. Rally for spirits. Rally for great delicacies. I'm here to rally for great conversational maneuvers. I'm here to rally for camaraderie. I'm here to rally that it is okay and acceptable to be an alpha male with nads of steel. I'm here to rally to spread the joy of being an unapologetic USDA alpha male that apologizes to no one. Welcome back. Hour number two, America's Alpha Male front and center. If you care to join us, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. We have uh, much to get to in this hour. Had a great first hour. We will continue in this hour. Now, something very important. As you know, I am a growing up. I was a huge, huge fan of the space program. Big, big fan. No ifs, no ends, no buts. When I was growing up, I had the model rockets, and I had the NASA helmet. I had man-on-the-moon wallpaper. I mean, I wanted to be an astronaut. If the astronauts drank tang, I drank tang. They were mythical gods. And when we look back 44 years ago today, July 20th, 1969, at 4.18 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Apollo 11, I should say the the uh, lunar module, landed on the moon. Man on the moon. And at 418 Eastern time, this is what Walter Cronkite had to say, and this is what all of America was tuned into.
5: Man on the moon. We copy you
9: down, Eagle. This Oh, jeez. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. Mm. Mm. Boy. <laughs> okay, we're well, going to be busy for a minute. Mm.
8: After I'm on, take care of the people. I'll get to up to bed. Wally,
0: say something. I'm speechless. Woo. Walter Cronkite, speechless. It was Walter Cronkite and Wally Schirra. I remember watching it. At uh, my grandmother's house on their Zenith uh, television. Remember the old days where they had the the TV that looked like a piece of furniture? That's what they had, the black and white television. And they had the space-age remote control. Because back then, everything was space-age. We have a space-age microwave oven. We have a space-age refrigerator. We have a space-age television. Everything was space-age. And I remember watching that. And I remember my grandmother in her accent saying, I can't believe it, it's a miracle. And it really was. When you think that there is more computing power in my iPhone 5, and I mentioned this four years ago. We did a big show on the 40th anniversary of Apollo 11 and man landing on the moon. There is more computer power in this iPhone 5 that I have that weighs maybe 8 ounces, 9 ounces, than there was in all of the Saturn V rocket, the lunar module, the service module, uh, uh, Cape Canaveral. Uh, in Houston at the uh the the uh, command center there was more in this this single little telephone I have in my hand right now and when you think about it we got on the moon without all the fancy computers yes we had computers but they did the old-fashioned way as well and it is incredible to think about that and now they're saying well maybe we'll go back to the uh, to the moon we did that 44 years ago we did it what's the big deal we did it And we did it at a time before all the advanced computing and everything else that we now take for granted here in 2013. So what a difference. And the first man, Neil Armstrong, who passed away, uh, I believe, uh, late last year, and Buzz Aldrin, July 20th, 1969. And I'm going to tweet out a wonderful picture that Neil Armstrong took of Buzz Aldrin. It's a very famous picture. You can see... The lunar module in the background on the on the, in the reflective helmet of Buzz Aldrin, you can see the lunar module, and you can actually see the outline of the uh, – faintly, you can see the Earth all the way in the distance, and you can see Neil Armstrong taking the picture. It really is an iconic picture. I will tweet that out. And I remember it very well. I mean, I was, uh, what, five years old, I think, at the time. And remember it very well. Man on the moon. It was a hot summer day in uh, South Buffalo, New York. So Buzz Aldrin tweeted out a picture uh, as well earlier today. And Buzz Aldrin, a legend. All those astronauts were certainly legendary. And I cannot let this, that big event. And people today don't really even think about it. Like, what's the big deal? We go to space all the time. Or we did. Well, it was a pretty damn big deal way back then. A lot of lives were were lost in pursuit. They were the modern-day explorers. They were the Christopher Columbuses, the Vasco de Gamas. They were the Ponce de Leons. They were the modern-day explorers. So we pay proper tribute, and I'm going to dedicate my cigar, and I'm going to raise my glass, a little clink on the microphone stand here, and I will take a sip to all the great astronauts in our space program who made us very proud. I want to tell you about a story that occurred to me as I was leaving Thursday morning from Las Vegas after spending an entire week in Vegas for the Cigar Retailers Convention. Wanted to grab some coffee. My flight was delayed a little bit. Wanted to grab some coffee. And I had two choices. Uh, on one end of the terminal, there was a coffee beanery. On the other end, there was a Starbucks. And I wanted to get a little walk. And I figured, ah, let me go walk, get a little uh, exercise. So I went kind of to the other end of the, of the terminal. It wasn't that far. It was maybe 300 yards Coffee Beanery. You've seen them around. Uh, They're a chain. So I ordered a medium decaf. Now the the decaf was came out hot, just like when you go to Starbucks or you go to McDonald's. It's hot. They serve hot coffee. Fine, no problem at all. And sometimes even with one of those coffee holders, those uh, what do they call those? The little Java jackets. It's still very hot. And in this case, it was hot. So I they poured me the coffee. Went to hold it, very hot, and they had a a stack of cups there, so I went to go grab another cup. And the gentleman, who was anything but an alpha male, says, "Uh, we charge for the cup, extra cups. And I'm I'm, 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 I'm imitating him exactly. We charge for the extra cups. Okay. Uh, I said, I just paid 3 dollars 5 for a medium cup of coffee, which probably cost them, let's see, with the cup, let's say on the high side, and the java jacket, $0.08. And the coffee itself was probably, let's say on the high side, 50. Let's say they had a 25, a quarter into the whole thing. I was, 350 is what I paid. And I said, I looked at him and I said, what? He said, 64 cents. I said, are you serious? He said, yes, I'm serious. That's a corporate thing. That's what we do. It's 64 cents. Uh, I said, this is scalding hot. I said, uh, he goes, well, we'll give you another Java jacket. So he gave it to me, and I'm like, I'm not going to pay 64 cents for another cup, which I've never heard of. Never. I've been to Starbucks, and I have a beef with Starbucks because they don't allow smoking right now within, what, 25 feet of their property, so I don't go to Starbucks. But I've gone to – and McDonald's, they serve a great cup of coffee in a great cup, a nice uh, insulated cup, beautiful. Same thing with Dunkin' Donuts. But whenever I've gone anywhere and it's super hot, I've put a second cup. Never once, ever – has anybody said we charge you for the cup? Never. They're like, oh sure, no problem. No problem. So the guy had a real attitude, and he puts a secondary Java jacket. It wasn't even a good Java jacket. It was like a half-assed, like uh semi-thick cardboard. It wasn't even it was it was glorified business stock paper is what it was, like a business card paper. Wasn't even good, didn't even fit around very well. And so I looked at the guy and I said, Boy, you guys have a lot of nerve. You charge $350 and then you're telling me a cup of hot coffee. You won't even give me a second cup you want to charge for that? He goes, well, that's our company policy, sir. And I said, well, maybe your company policy, but it's stupid. I said, and let me tell you, all I have to do is spill this coffee, get a little burn, and you're going to be paying a hell of a lot more than than $0.64 or $3.50. You're going to be paying uh, out the wazoo. And I'm not a litigious person, but with this ass, believe me, I would have no problem. And he goes, I'm feeling threatened. I said, what? He said, I'm feeling threatened. Would you like me to call Metro Police? And I said, I beg your pardon? You're feeling threatened because I'm complaining that you're giving me hot coffee and you want to charge me 64 cents? So the guy next to me, a gentleman, older gentleman, looked at me he says, boy, he looks at me he says, can you believe this? And I said, you know what? I believe anything now. He said, ridiculous. He said, this morning, my wife and I went to McDonald's, had breakfast and coffee for seven bucks. He said, I just bought two coffees here, seven bucks total. He said, see the issue? I said, I see the issue. And I said, it doesn't help. And I said, it's right in front of it. I said, it doesn't help we have people that don't have any common sense that uh, they'll want to charge you for an additional cup. And he goes, I'm really feeling hostility now. Now, meanwhile, I'm like seven, eight feet away from this guy. He's behind a counter. And I looked at him, and I said, boy, if you feel hostility now, I said, maybe you ought to go to remedial alpha male training 101 to get a set of NADs, because clearly you don't even have a set. And I walked away. Here's the kicker. I went to go buy a um, some fruit for the airplane, uh, because they don't serve anything on the plane that I was on. And what happens? I had the cup in my hand, and it was th- the java jackets were double. There was like two of these little paper java jackets, and... It just slipped. The thing spilled. Half the cup spilled. Now the guys at the uh, at the stand where I, the restaurant where I bought it were more than and the guy said, "Hey, I'll be happy to fill your coffee for you." No, I said, "No, that's okay." And so one of the guys from Starbucks I, and I shook my head and I I said to the guy, I "Said man, all over this because the the the, uh, the clown the ass over at uh, the coffee beanery uh, wouldn't give me a second cup." And he said, "Really?" I said, yeah. The guy said, look, I'll give you a whole fresh cup. I said, no, it's not necessary. And as I'm doing that, there's a guy from Starbucks. One of the Starbucks employees hears this because there are some of the 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 uh, you know the restaurants are in line and they kind of share some little common side space. And he hears this and he said, what? They didn't give you a secondary cup they wanted to charge you? And I said, yeah, can you believe that? I said, let me ask you, do you guys charge? He said, no. He said, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a whole cup of coffee. I'll double cup it for you because I feel so badly. And I said, I appreciate that. That was very nice, but it's not necessary. I had the rest of my coffee, and that was it. But this is indicative of what we see now. People that have no balls, that can't use any common sense to make a decision. So those of you that are listening, if you ever have the chance, if you're in Las Vegas Airport, and you go into Concourse C, and there's the coffee beanery, boycott it. Avoid it. Because you don't want to deal with this wussified beta male, NADLESS beta male that I had to deal with, who was threatened. I'm so threatened. Ooh. Because I had the audacity to stand up and say, I think that policy is wrong. You see, they're not used to alpha males. This guy clearly is a wussified beta. Not used to a strong alpha that's assertive, that takes charge. And this is what happens. They feel threatened. Because when they're brought up, they're not taught to stand up to be a man, to have nads, to make decisions. They're taught to be a wussified, glorified female, to be tentative, to be in touch with your feminine side. Sorry, I'm not in touch with my feminine side. I don't have a damn feminine side, thankfully. I'm an ma- alpha male, masculine male, simple. And so this is what happens now when an alpha male has to deal, when we as alpha males have to deal with wussified beta males, glorified feminine uh, feminists, essentially, This is what we have to deal with. People that don't know how to deal with being challenged, with, I wasn't confrontational, I made a statement, but he had felt that he was threatened. This is what this country is producing. He is a perfect example. If you look in the Webster's Dictionary for wussified nadless beta male, this clown at the coffee beanery would be right there. Thankfully, we're not beta males, and thankfully there are other people such as the gentleman at Starbucks and the gentleman at this other uh, restaurant where I bought my healthy bananas for my flight back to Tampa, they were kind enough to say, that's crazy. We'll be happy to fill your cup and even give you a complimentary cup, which I didn't accept because even if – I would have bought, an, uh, taken another cup of coffee. I would have insisted that I purchase it because it wasn't their issue. That was not right. I was very kind of them, but I still would not have taken a freebie. But it is just ridiculous. This is what we have to deal with, lieutenants, the wussification of the American male. It is absolutely pathetic. And this guy, as I walked by, I just shook my head and said, what a pathetic, wussified sack of beta male garbage. It is pathetic what we have come to in this country. But on my Rally for Alpha Male Pleasure today, we exemplify, we glorify being alpha males with nads made of 100% stainless steel.
1: Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
10: Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
0: Lieutenants, the new CigarDave.com is live. It's a clean, easy-to-navigate site. We have been working on it for a while, and I'm pleased to report it is up and running. CigarDave.com. You will notice that it is easy to listen to the Cigar Dave show now as we've got a Listen Live link. We've also got all the Cigar Dave show archive podcasts on the site, as well as the Cigar Dave daily briefings. We have all the news and intel you come to expect. We've got a complete section devoted to the Officers Club. So if you want to look back at a previous selection, get the cigar architecture, it's very easy to do, and it's easy to sign up for the Officers Club as well. We've got all information about upcoming events, pictures from past events, about contact info, everything you need to experience The Alpha Male Lifestyle with Cigar Dave is now at CigarDave.com. So check it out, at a PC or Mac near you,
3: on your mobile device, it is the all-new CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar but the 15th anniversary,
1: that's the cigar. that celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you, it's my favorite.
3: You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com.
2: Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
1: America's Alpha Male. With nads of steel, the General Cigar Dave.
0: Yep, they're all polished up. Solid. I'd say brass, but they are uh, solid as steel. Just check. They are uh, 100% USDA Alpha Male Certified. No doubt about it. Not a lick of Wussified Beta anywhere in this five-star. All right, let's go back to the phones. 877 Dave, 007, we say hello to uh, Andrew. You are front and center. Hello, Andrew. Going once, going twice, we move on to Bill. Are you there, Bill?
11: Yes, uh, Long Ashes, General. How are you?
0: Back at you. Fantastic.
11: Hey, it's been a long time since I talked to you. Irish Bill here. I just wanted to check in, see how things are going, and let you know that I, you know, here's my opinion as far as that Yahoo out in uh, that coffee place. I was looking for a job when I found this one. So, you know, I'm going to do what's right for, for the, the customer. I'm going to do what's right for me, you know. That's the way you got to look at it.
0: Absolutely. you got it.
11: So, uh, you know, I was out in Vegas not too long ago with some friends. We went out there to play some golf. And, you know, it, it's, we, we all showed up there. We got our sports coats. We, we got our jackets. We went out there dressed to impress. And I can't believe the people they allow running around in, in the casinos nowadays. It's, it's, just, it's not like it was, you know, five, ten years ago.
0: Uh, you're, you're right. It has changed dramatically in a very short period of time. I, I, almost amazing, I mean, I was there what two, three years ago for the cigar retailers convention, and it was I don't ever recall it the way it was this time, not even close
11: no, no I, I would I would actually I would be embarrassed to be seen running around a place I'm spending that much money in a pair of uh, a jeans you know there's a place a time and a place for jeans and a t-shirt. There's no doubt about it, but not when you're out there having that ty- that kind of time, you know spending that kind of money.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I I think it uh when you go out there you expect a certain quality, you expect a certain class sophistication, and you certainly don't want to be at a casino uh w- next to somebody who uh with no manners, looks like they don't belong there. And uh and, and and just it just you don't enjoy the experience. And I'll tell you that on the rooms, multiple people told me that the 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 noise level on the floors was terrible. People at all hours of the night were uh, were excessively loud. I had that happen. One of the top cigar executives told me that around four forty five in the morning, they heard a, a loud knock on the door. They went to see what was going on. They looked through the the keyhole or the, the, the little peephole, and there was a, a clearly inebriated gentleman knocking on the door. You know, being loud, trying to get in, break almost you know like uh, break down the door. And uh, she called security. The gentleman ended up urinating at the base of the door, then passed out and uh, was arrested. And as it turned out, he was a resident or guest of the hotel, but was on the right floor, but the wrong room, trying to get into the wrong room. Now, what does that tell you? That is totally pathetic. So, uh, that, that, you got it. That's exactly right. No question about it, Bill. No doubt about it. Here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out... What do we have here? How about I send you out the June Officers Club selection where you get two Alec Bradley American Sungrowns, and an Alec Bradley New York. And they launched the Alec Bradley Mundial. Finally, after six years, we had Alan Rubin and Sam Phillips on the live televised broadcast. The Mundial, the new de Isis Cubana, very nice cigars from Alec Bradley as well as many other great cigars that we saw launched last week at the Cigar Retailers Convention. We'll continue. 877-DAVE-007. Rally
1: for Alpha Male Pleasure continues. Alpha Male Conversational Maneuvers continue on The Cigar Dave Show is America's five-star pleasure paradise. The Cigar Dave Show.
0: Well, what you are listening to is was composed, written, performed by Avo Uvesian of Avo Cigars. He was at the Cigar Retailers Convention, saw him. And he has a new cigar coming out called Sonata that will only be available at brick-and-mortar retailers. Very nice cigar. I was one of about 30 people that got a sample. That was it. That's how limited they were. But uh, new cigar coming out from the great uh, Avo Uvesian. Let us say hello to Julie. You are front and center. Welcome.
9: Hey, Long Ashes, General. How are you? Back
0: at you. Fantastic.
9: I am so happy to finally speak with you. I'm a longtime listener. First-time cigar smoker.
0: <laughs> so you are a cigar virginette.
9: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. That I like that.
0: <laughs> there you go.
9: And I, I enjoy it. I really do. Um, I tried to pick the most ladylike cigar I could find. And <laughs> so I'm learning, but that's why I listen to your show.
0: Well, I always say there's nothing like the sight of a gorgeous babe with a giant double corona hanging out of the end of her mouth. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs>
9: Well, um, what I called about was actually two things now that I think about it. I wondered if you had ever seen the movie The Cooler.
0: I did Um, see The Cooler, yes. That was a very good movie.
9: I thought so, too. And it really was everything that you guys have been talking about today, about um, the dismification of Vegas, the kind of downward spiral. And I'm a big Alec Baldwin fan, but I think he was really great in that movie. And he gives a speech where he talks about how – the corporate has, has, yep. turned, uh, has turned Vegas into a, well, I'm, I can't use the word to use exactly, but um, anyway, that they dragged her down.
0: Yeah, no question <laughs> about it. And that was a great move. That was uh, William uh, H. Macy was in that. And, uh, right, about a big uh, gambling guy who goes on these streaks. And uh, I'm trying to remember the actress's name. Um, Maria Bello. She was in that as well. That was a great movie. That was, jeez, I think that's about ten years ago, if I'm not mistaken. But that was a, I think, I think, I think, I think, I actually saw that one um, either on Netflix or I saw that on HBO. It was one of those that I didn't see in the theater, but I thought it was a pretty good movie.
9: It's a beautiful movie, and I really like the 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 music too. The soundtrack is beautiful on it; really adds a lot to it. No question about it. The other thing I wanted to say was you were talking about what happened to you at the airport with the coffee. Yep. And, um, and how – because this guy doesn't know how to be an alpha male. And I totally agree with that, that people don't know how to deal with, like, a simple complaint or something like that. You know, I don't like this coffee. Oh, I feel threatened. Um, and, and I think if you – somebody told me this, and I think it's true, that the whole Trayvon and George Zimmerman thing would not have happened if both of them had acted like men. And (laughs) that if Trayvon was just a little boy, supposedly trying to be a man and prove how tough he was. And I think Zimmerman has some issues, too. And and my husband said, if that had ever happened to me, I just would have decked the guy. So,
0: yeah, I I think, look, there's no question there's we weren't there, but there's probably plenty of blame to go around. Uh, I I will say that, uh, you know, when people say, well, it's not illegal to wear a hoodie. Well, if you're in a dark place and you're wearing a hoodie, I mean, come on. You know, this is part of the problem. This is how people are dressing. Take the hood off and just say, hey, look, my father lives here or whatever. Turn around and say, you following me? My father lives here. I'm here. End of discussion. All right? But when we do have crime, and Obama, you know, I saw Obama's thing yesterday, and I could do four hours on that. Um, But I think think the thing that I would say about what he said yesterday was, and I thought he should have come out a little bit more firmly saying, violence is unacceptable. Period. Yeah. You want to yeah. you want to rally. You want to march. You want to protest. No problem. Do it all day long. Do it. Do it for weeks at a time. As long as you do it peacefully. Martin Luther King did it peacefully. Got great results. No problem. Yeah. But the problem now, people use any excuse. For violence, and when I see them looting stores and trashing businesses, and and now there is a there is a, uh, a a story that that somebody left on a little cocktail napkin a server in Orlando saying your tip is zero that's justice for what the jury did to Trayvon Martin. <laughs> what did that person have to do with nothing? Nothing. It nothing. is totally, absolutely ridiculous. And the reality is, is this that Obama, if we really want to. Ex- and he stated very clearly, there is tremendous amounts of black on black violence this week in the cigar city. While I was gone, I believe the general manager of a dollar a general store or one of the one of the stores uh, here in Tampa, who happened to be, happens to be black, was black. He was murdered. Uh, he was I think, mid to late forties. Family, I think, three or four kids. A veteran,
9: 20 right? 20 veteran. He, said he should have stayed in Afghanistan. It right. might have been safe for four. Right. A
0: veteran and a twenty two, twenty three year old black kid comes in. And shoots him in cold blood. In cold blood. Now we didn't hear any protests about that. We didn't hear Jesse Jackson. We didn't hear Al Sharpton or any other community member, black community member, saying this is an outrage. This is outrageous. A family man, somebody who is working hard, a military veteran who happens to be black, shot but by another American, black. You don't hear that. And, and 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 my problem is this: that Obama yesterday, if you really want to do something, if, and I thought about this, I had a conversation. I had a cigar to conversation yesterday about this after watching this. Every community, every ethnic community minority that has come into this country, whether it's Irish, Italian, Jewish, Polish, when they came to this country, they all felt a sense of responsibility within their own community that when they made it, that they had to uplift others and help others because they were successful. They had to show others in the community how to do it. Well, we see tons of black athletes making millions of dollars. We see black celebrities, black rappers, which sends great messages to the black youth and the nation's youth with all their nonsense that they spew out. But black artists, people who have made millions of dollars, collectively billions, it is upon them, it is incumbent upon them to go into their very own communities from which they came and say, I came from this community, I made it. I'm going to give back. This is unacceptable, this violence. But instead, instead of of doing something productive about it, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton do what they do best, keeping their own black communities down and impoverished. Because let's face it, when blacks become educated and blacks become become wealthy, they look and say, wait a minute. What are these guys spewing? I can make my own decisions. We're smart. We're educated. We, 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 and look at Atlanta. There's plenty of middle and upper class neighborhoods with, with blacks that have done very well. That, that look in there. I was watching an interview a while ago from someone saying, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson don't speak for me. They have nothing to do with me. And what they do is keep their own communities down. But I find it amazing when Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton walk around in a nice gold and diamond encrusted $30,000 Rolex presidential watch. Okay, (laughs) they're they're walking around in the lap of they're traveling in private jets. I have no problem with that. But the way that's right. The way they make it is by by keeping their community down, because let's face it, if all their if the black community was educated and successful and middle class, upper class, Jesse Jackson and and uh, Al Sharpton would be out of business. Their business is misery. My business is pleasure. That's the difference. I believe that people should be empowered. You want people to be successful. I have no problem. People say, oh, well, you know what? We, 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 p- people that are uh, successful, they don't want other people. Baloney. That's nonsense. The wealthier everybody is, the better economy we have. The more people buy, the more people uh, will make money. Everybody, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. That is totally Correct. true. And so when I saw Obama yesterday went on, it was the wrong message. If he really wanted to do, the only thing he said that I thought made any sense was saying, look, we're not going to convene a government A government. Uh, uh, group on this. This isn't going to be on the government level, but what he should have done is said, I'm calling upon every black athlete that has made it, every black artist, every black business person, every person in the black community that has that has enjoyed success. You need to go back in your own communities, and you need to get these kids and teach these kids from a young age, instead of spewing the, the nonsense, the rap BS that they hear, instead of telling them that you got a one in one million shot of making the NBA... Tell them what really matters. Get an education. You want to end poverty in the black community? You want to end the violence? It's really simple. One word, education. That's it. It's that simple.
9: You speak the truth, and you always do, and that's why I listen to you. And um, I, I have to say, you know, you, you've done a lot to, to really set people straight. You, you, you speak the truth, and there's not too many people who do that anymore. So I want to thank you for that.
0: Julie, I appreciate that, and I know that I got a little on a tangent here, but... You've brought you, you, you led me right into it, and I felt that uh, I, I wasn't going to avoid it. It wasn't going to be the topic of my show today. But when you brought it up, I thought it was important that I bring that up, especially when I see all these rallies. If Al Sharpton really gives a damn about his the, the, the people in his own black community, he wouldn't have a rally for Trayvon. He'd have a rally for education today. That's what he ought to do, rally for civility, rally for education, rally to eliminate the violence. Look in Chicago— there's, and, and here's the other little st- statistic that I, I, I heard yesterday. You know, the, the amount of black-on-black violence is, is outrageous. And, and we saw it here in Tampa. You see it in Chicago. Why aren't they rallying in Chicago, where I don't know how many hundreds of, of people in the black community have been murdered in the last year, year and a half. But instead, they choose one thing that a jury has spoken. They listen to the evidence. That's not good enough for them. Look. When O.J. Simpson, who we knew was guilty as sin, was mm-hmm. let go, we didn't see yeah. whites jumping up and down saying we want violence and and looting buildings. They said we disagree with the jury's findings. The jury spoke. We disagree with it vehemently, but that's the jury system. We have to accept it. Yep. Or, you, you know, got it. We
9: exactly. We just must, we have to accept it. It was a fair trial, and that's that's just how it is. We have to move on from there somehow. Yep, and um, I I just you know I just pray that we can. That's, that's all I can say. My I agree with you,
0: Julie. And, and I I, you know, I remember when uh, Bill Cosby was very critical of his own community and said, you know, these kids have stop have to talking in this B.S. Ebonics. They have to stop wearing the pants, you know, down uh, down uh, past their ass. They have to start getting educated. He said, you want to change things, then you better get educated and go into a job interview not wearing a hat cockeyed and, and a pair of pants that, uh, that you can't tell if they're shorts, if they're too long or they're too short. You can't tell. He was right. And what happened? He got excoriated because people don't want to hear the truth.
9: He was roundly criticized for that. And, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people who don't want to hear the truth because it's, it's easier to manipulate like stupid people. So I guess there's, that's the reason that uh, they're, they're not rallying for education. That, um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, that's okay, you. Julie, no problem. no problem.
0: No no problem. Listen, that's the one thing. Look, you go to any any cigar bar, any cigar retailer, you cigar connoisseurs having a cigar having a cut, this is what they're talking about. So we do the yeah. same thing here. The only difference is we do it via the airwaves, uh, via the internet, via satellite, but we do the same thing that people are doing. And you know if you can't have an honest, rational discussion, uh without being called a racist or without being criticized, where you can present your points in a factual manner and in a rational manner, then like Obama said yesterday, we have these discussions on race and then people, you know, get more divided. Sometimes the truth hurts. And the people in the black community that really know what's going on, that really have their eyes open, they're the ones that know exactly what the problem is and who the problems are. The problems are Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. They solve nothing. The, the problem can be solved by having people who have made it, who have been successful, to go back in those communities and say, you know, why don't we see NBA players and rap artists? Why don't we see these guys each saying, you know, we'll each kick in a million bucks? You know, let's get 10 NBA players and saying we all came from Chicago or we came from St. Louis or we came from Detroit. We're each going to kick in a million dollars and we're going to start our own school. I've seen business people do it. Let's see athletes, let's see let's see black business people, let's see black artists, let's see them do it and change it one person at a time. Because if they start there, it'll start spreading. And in every single school where you've seen uh, either these charter school or magnet schools where, where parents have to be involved, where there's a dress code, their level of graduation is almost a hundred percent. And I mean, on 60 minutes, there's been there was, I think, a school in New York where part of the deal is the parents have to be involved and it's only for minority kids. Parents have to be involved. They show up on time. They have to do their assignments. They wear dress code. They are, they are taught manners. And you know what? They all graduate and they all go on to college. That's how you're solving the problem. Julie, I want to send you out some Vegafina cigars. <laughs> these are mild-flavored cigars. I think you're going to enjoy these. Oh, you don't want anything beautiful. too full-flavored. So you have those Vegafinas, and we'll continue solving the problems of the world.
9: I hope so General you have a wonderful weekend. You Thank do the
0: you. same stand by Julie the lovely Miss we will get your information out to you lieutenants what can I tell you when when I'm presented something I have to speak about it but you do so in a in a rational intelligent manner and if anybody wants to have a debate with me on that if Jesse Jackson or Al Al Sharpton want to have a debate with me or anyone else I'd be happy to do it. The reality is they don't want to have that debate because their business is keeping their own community down and impoverished. I believe people should have the right to rise up, to get educated, and to become successful. A rising tide lifts all boats. If we had a nation where we had nobody dependent on the government, where people were all making good living, a good living, good jobs, everybody would benefit. Everybody. And the best part about it? Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton would be out of business.
1: Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigars Dave Dave Show.
3: Show. Hi, I'm Rocky Patel. And I'd like to reintroduce you to some of my favorite cigars, the Vintage Line. First, the Vintage 99. Beautiful seven-year-old Connecticut shade wrapper eight-year-old Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. Creamy, mild, elegant. This cigar is a perfect cigar for a beginner and aficionado looking for a nice, mild cigar. The vintage 1990 showcases a 12-year-old broadleaf wrapper from Honduras. Eight-year-old Nicaraguan Dominican fillers. Nutty, caramely, and smooth. Truly a mild to medium cigar with a lot of complexity and character. The vintage 1992. 10-year-old Sumatra wrapper from Ecuador, 8-year-old Nicaraguan Dominican fillers, a medium-bodied cigar with a little spice, nuttiness, complexity, and balance. You're going to love the line of Rocky Patel Vintage Cigars. Try one today. I promise you, these cigars will deliver.
7: If you're like millions of cigar buffs, you've enjoyed a love affair with Romeo y Julieta your passion has made it the world's best known brand, trusted to deliver an excellent mild smoke. But now, you're ready for something new and avant-garde, something bolder with more panache. Now, there's Romeo by Romeo y Julieta, a modern, fuller-bodied smoke created to lead an exciting new trend in luxury cigars. Romeo is our finest Romeo e Julieta. An awesome manly smoke, robust and rich in complex flavor sensations. Each leaf is carefully selected, delicately aged, and meticulously crafted by expert hands full of wisdom and tenderness. Hands with decades of experience, culminating in an unforgettable smoke. Your first Romeo will blow you away. The passion you've always felt will soar to new heights. You'll discover the passion that burns within. Visit The Cigar Life on Facebook and Twitter. Surgeons General no warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
1: From pleasure, command, and control, it's the General Cigar Dave. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I did not get a chance to talk
0: about Ayatollah Bloomberg, but sometimes you got to call an audible, especially when we are in the heat of battle, and especially as we are conducting our rally for Alpha Male pleasure today. So I will get to the L.A. Times article uh, next week, and the Bloomberg. In fact, I'll probably do a special daily briefing on this, and then I'll, which will be available at the iTunes Store or at CigarDave.com or at SoundCloud, and uh, and then I'll discuss it uh, more in detail on next week's show. A uh, couple of items. Good news to report, the Cigar Dave mobile apps have been submitted officially to both the Google Play Store as well as the Apple iTunes Store. The Google Play Store should uh, have that uh, up and running in the next couple of days. iTunes takes a little bit more time, anywhere between five days to two weeks, but we're hoping it will be within the next week or so. Hopefully they are getting better in their approval process. And we will send out a tweet and post a message on Facebook as well as on the website CigarDave.com and uh, inform you when they are officially available to download. But the Google Play will be available... For sure in the next couple of days. So if you have an Android device or an Android tablet, be on the lookout. Check back starting uh, tomorrow. Just do a search in the Google Play Store for Cigar Dave, and that will pop up. And hopefully we will have the iTunes uh, soon thereafter. But it will probably be anywhere between a week to ten days until that is approved. And I think you're going to very much enjoy all the accoutrements we have on there. You'll be able to listen live, listen to all of our podcasts, our daily briefings, text us, email us, take you right to our webpage. We make it very easy. Uh, let's say hello to Joe up in Long Island. You are front and center.
11: Long answers to you, General. Back at you. General, I've got two questions for you. First first question being, um, you never speak about tatuaje cigars. Is there a reason for that?
0: No, I've spoken about tatuaje Pete Johnson. In fact, I saw him out there. I've I've spoken about the cigars. Very okay. good cigars. They have the uh, the original tatawahe that is made in Miami. And they've got the uh, Red Label, which is made down in Honduras. I uh, know I've talked about uh, a number of their releases and so on, but it is a boutique cigar. We just don't seem to get a lot of calls on those, But I've talked about Pete's Cabaguan. I've talked about his Tatawahes. In fact, he's got a new Tatawahe Miami coming out that uh, he, he showed at the uh, Cigar Retailers Convention. But very good cigars. And uh, just we just haven't really gotten a lot of calls. But when there is a new cigar, especially around Halloween, he does a special limited offering. We uh, talk about that. So uh, he makes very good cigars.
11: Okay. My second question. Are you still on live on WFLA?
0: We're on live from noon to 1 now. Uh, uh, only noon to noon 1. Noon to 1. But if you... Cigardave.com you can listen to. Uh, You can also go to iHeartRadio, do a search in Nashville for WLAC. They run us live. And when we have the new mobile apps, the Droid uh, app will be available in the next couple of days. You'll be able to listen right on your phone live. Same thing with the iPhone uh, mobile app. So you'll be able to listen to us live wherever you go, uh, through your car's audio system, through your home, your AirPlay, whatever. we, We make it easy. We don't care where you listen. We just want you to listen. So if it's on your computer, on the radio, on a satellite, on your uh, mobile device, and the reality is more and more items are going to the mobile device, that is the way of the future. There is no question about it, and that's why we've uh, invested in making these mobile apps. So be on the lookout for that, Joe. Very good. Thank you. All right, I'm going to send you out some of the new Rocky Patel Royals, medium to full flavored. and I know you'll love them. CB in uh, Georgia, you are up.
9: Hello,
0: Cigar Dave. Long asses to you.
9: Back at you, CB. I am down here in these woods in Craxton, Georgia. This is fruitcake capital of the world. And I just wanted to tell you that you have been my new, wonderful, alpha male love since about six months since my dad passed away.
0: Well, I appreciate that, CB. Glad that uh, we could kind of fill a little bit of a void there. And, uh, and the fruitcake capital of the world. I got to tell you, remember the fruitcake lady that used to be on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno? Yes. I think she was from Georgia. That, that she was hysterical.
11: She probably was. Yeah, I don't like uh, There's uh, more than just baked fruitcakes here, by the way.
0: Okay, good, because I'm not a big fruitcake guy.
11: Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would love for you to. You make me want to eat cigars since I've been listening to you. They sound so good.
9: I smoked my first cigar with my dad, and two, my first tobacco with my dad. He called me boy all my life. All of my I'm 49, he called me boy all my life. And now, it didn't make me a boy. I'm a beautiful woman. i got very long legs. And I know you would love me if you'd seen me, but would you please please send me a cigar that I can celebrate my dad's six
0: months being gone? Yes. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you out a Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown. That's a very special occasion cigar, medium-flavored CB. I'd love to send that out to you, and I appreciate the kind comments. Lieutenants. Another show in the annals of history. You can catch everything on our iTunes podcast, your favorite RSS podcast player. And at cigardave.com. Be on the lookout for the new Cigar Dave mobile apps. Don't forget, we'll be in Buffalo Saturday, August 17th, for Smoke on the Water 2. Get your tickets, the Breakfast VIP tickets going very quickly. CigarDave.com. And check out all the live uh, televised broadcasts we did from the Cigar Retailers Convention. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long, semper delicate show. Always pleasure. Hope you enjoyed the rally for Alpha Male Pleasure today.